0: And on you right about now. KCLR Live Sport. The AIB Intermediate Camogie Club All Ireland Final. James Stevens versus Clon Duff. With thanks to Cassand's Pharmacy Group, continuing to provide COVID vaccines and flu vaccines to adults and children. Pharmacies in Ballyhale, Thomastown, Namana, Burris, and Loughlin Bridge.
1: Yes, thank you very much, Shane. And good evening, everybody. To Foyle quick Park on Crowkeep. On show. Heren, either Manick, club, either Clon Duff August, Seamus, Stephen. You're all very welcome here to Crow Park this afternoon for the All-Ireland AIB Intermediate Club Championship Final between Clonduff Duff of Down and James Stevens of Kilkenny. Both teams are doing their pre-match warm-up on the field to ABBA blaring out over the PA system in a beautiful evening here in the capital. It is bitterly cold, but it is nice and dry and pitch is looking immaculate as always. James Stephens warming up on the Daven end of the field away to our right-hand side here. Clonduff down on the hill 16 end and we are in an empty press box which is so strange for an All Ireland final here in Crow Park. We have the best seats in the house. The Clonduff team will line out as follows with Kate McGilligan on goal wearing number one. The full back line is Aaron Rafferty wearing two. Team captain and full back is Jenna Bodham and Naomi Murray is wearing number four. Claire Kearney wears number five. Finola Carr is the centre-back and wears number six. And Kate Morgan is on the wing, wearing number seven. Lorna Parka we have Isabel O'Hare wearing eight. And Claire McGilligan is wearing number nine. On the half-forward line today, we have Cassie Fitzpatrick wearing number ten. Orla Gribbon is in at centre-forward wearing number eleven. And Beth Fitzpatrick completes the half-forward line, wearing number twelve. At top of the right, at number thirteen, we have Paul O'Hagan at full forward wearing 14 is Orla McCusker and completing the lineup for off at top of the left wearing 15 is Sarah Louise Graffin the James Stevens team lines out the same as they did in Limerick with two changes to the match programme here but they are lining out as I said the same as they started in Limerick the last day with young Lucy McGrath on goal wearing number one Molly Burke retains her place wearing number 19 Emma Gaffney who you heard on scoreline earlier on there with Robbie is in a full back and Hannah Larkin is completing the full back line wearing number four Emma Minogue does start at number five despite a possibility injury concern. At number six is Eva Cantwell and at number seven on the other wing is Hannah Scott. In the middle of the field, the Michelle Tihan, who is no stranger to Crow Park after picking up player of the match in the All-Ireland semi-final against Galway here only a couple of months ago, is going to be partnered wearing number nine by Anna Doheny. In the half-forward line, the person that scored the goal in the All-Ireland final last August for Kilkenny, Sophie O'Dewire starts at number ten. Neve Daly and team captain starts at centre forward wearing 11 and the Butler completes the half forward line wearing number 10 in the full forward line at top of the right we have Ciara Delaney at full forward we have young Rachel Lahey and number 20 Emily Smith retains her position in the corner forward at top of the left I am delighted to be joined here in Crow Park this evening by Anya Farrell God is so getting used to that surname. she's still Anya Fahi to us, but yes, she did get married during the year. Anya, it is a beautiful evening here in the capital. James Stevens are here on merit. They had an excellent semi-final against Gar, but they are against Klondov, who are All Ireland champions here before, back in 2018. How do you see the game going this afternoon? Yeah, I suppose
2: first of all, it's it's an absolutely great occasion, brilliant occasion for James Stevens and for a lot of these players. You know, it's it's an opportunity to play in you know the field of dreams as crow. is is most commonly known and you know it's going to be a great day no matter what the result here I think you know when you look back at the Castle Gar game and you know everything went right for James Stevens that day and they thoroughly deserved their victory there but you know this is going to be a completely different um, different scenario coming up against Clandoff I suppose when you look at Clandoff they do have the experience of being here in 2018 and even just looking at the Clandoff players uh, you know as opposed to looking at the James Steve players you know these are these girls are they're big girls you know they're tall look really athletic as well and I think that experience alone is going to it's going to stand to Clandov today. But you have to look at James Stevens. They're a team that have a really excellent attitude, a brilliant work rate every time they do on the field. They've only lost two games in the last four years and they've come on in leaps and bounds and they're only growing in confidence there. And they're young but I think I think do you know what? I don't think they're going to be unnerved by that today. And even looking at them their first touch is really really good. They're striking off the ball is really good. They don't look nervous down there. Yeah you could Yeah, you could they could be forgiven for being nervous on the on the stage like this, say, but all in all, like you would be hoping that James Stevens would be able to go all the way and walk up the steps of the Hogan stand
1: there later on today. Shane was talking to me earlier on about the fact that it is here in Crow Park. Mm-hmm. A lot of the James Stevens girls wouldn't have played there. It is an intimidating call then yeah. when you come out onto the field, albeit as I did say to Shane, it is still a grass pitch, you still have two goalposts in it. The main objective is to score, but how much of a factor is Crow Park to the, the teams here today? do you know what in itself it's a great occasion but you
2: know when you're exposing you're running out the tunnel there it it can be a bit daunting I think at first when it comes to for a lot of the players and especially the girls that haven't had the opportunity to play here before and you know I think not so much the younger girls. I don't think it's going to phase them, but I think it's going to maybe slightly phase some of the girls that maybe haven't haven't been here before. And you know, it can be quite daunting, I suppose, when they're running out there. They're looking at the Cusick stands There's nobody in the Cusick stands there at the moment. And I suppose, in one way, that's kind of a good thing because it looks like there's nobody around. But yeah, you know, it's very hard to hear anything that's going on in Crow Park as well. Like, and especially like you imagine, if you had eighty thousand people in here, it is very very hard to hear, you hear what nothing. your managers yep. are saying to you, what your teammates are, what your teammates are saying to you, and it's very very easy to get. Distracted by kind of all your surroundings around the place, so you know it is going to be a massive factor. But I think to be fair to think to John and them, I think they'll have just focused all weekend. You know, in one sense, it, they only had a week to maybe th- think about this game as opposed to two or three weeks. It would have been great
1: if they had two or three weeks to prepare for it, but in, in hindsight, you know, maybe the week is just what they need. Well, we are just three minutes away from throwing in this AIB Leinster or I was going to say Leinster, this All Ireland uh, final here in Crow Park. Our match officials for this evening's game is Cahill McAllister from the County of Cork James Stevens will know (laughs) all about Cahill he was in UL of Limerick the last day doing their semi-final and he's going to be assisted by Aaron Hogg of Clare and by Andrew Larkin from Cork as well and the 4th and 5th official are two experienced men down here on the sideline here in the Hogan stand Ray Kelly of Kildare and Barry Nee of Westmeath it is a fantastic occasion here in Crow Park we have the senior game coming up later on between Sars and Lockheel Shamrocks. The Galway men are in in front of us here. The last day we were here, Tom, was the All Ireland semi final. Wasn't a happy day for them, it was for us. Will it be a happy day for James Stevens here this afternoon? Well, only time is going to tell. Two minutes away from throwing, and as we said with Shane earlier, we wish Liz and all of her team the very best of luck as she referees that senior final here later on at half past six. A fantastic occasion for club finals to get to play here in Crow Park. As I said, pitch is in immaculate condition as we look down on it. It is probably a small little bit sandy but that's not going to make too much of a difference to the teams and James Stevens in a huddle down there with Chuck O'Connor giving a last few minutes instructions and words of wisdom to everyone that's down there. Anya, where is the matchups that you see going to uh, come in this game where can it be won where can it be lost as Robbie was talking with Emma earlier he said James Stevens defence it's probably the backbone, and mm-hmm. you know it's a fantastic defence. They're not conceding too many goals, yeah. and it really sets the rest of the team up. When you have a defence like that, is he right? Yeah, I think so. It definitely is, and I suppose kind of looking at the Clandoff team, I suppose
2: their main kind of go-to player in the forward line certainly will be uh, Sarah Louise Graffin, a sister of Fanula As far as far, as far as I'm aware, I think she's certainly going to be their go-to person today. And you know, whoever's going to get the task of manning her is going to have you know a serious. They're going to have a, a, a big job at hand there today, and I suppose. You know whoever it is, they're just gonna to have to focus on their that task that's in hand, but she is going to be their main player. She's excellent on the freeze as well. And I suppose, you know, kind of like the last day, is it going to come out to nearly a free taking shootout between herself and Sophia Dwyer? because Sarah Louise is excellent on her freeze as well. I suppose the one thing that I'm I'm really looking forward to seeing is uh, Fanula Carr and Neeve Dealy. I think that's going to be a phenomenal, phenomenal matchup there today. It's going to be very interesting to see will Fanula kind of you know sit up on top of Neve or is she going to let Neve roam around the field because that's what Neve does she doesn't necessarily sit in the centre forward position so you know that's going to be very very enjoyable to watch that and you know two absolutely excellent players two excellent stalwarts for their club as well so you know th- I think there there's definitely going to be a, a serious contention I think whoever's going to win that battle is
1: certainly going to go all the way Well they are and the match is on and Emma Minogue has moved out into her usual midfield position and straight away James Stevens are on the attack there goes Aoife Cantwell with the ball down into the corner forward down towards uh, Neve Butler Neve misses out on it though and while uh, Clonduff are wearing the black and amber colours like Conaghy, they're wearing white numbers on the back of the jerseys, and it is so hard to see the numbers. I now know why people always give out about Kilkenny in previous years wearing those white numbers on the jerseys. Here comes James Stevens, it's with Emma Minogue. She loses out on a tackle. Clon Duff kicks the ball forward, there's a chase on for it. Anna Dohany might get to it, she doesn't. It's won by Orla Gribben. They are in the. Clon Duff full forward line but it's intercepted and it's turned over there by James Stevens. not a great clearance it's mopped up by Claire McGilligan the lights overhead here on us are not on in Crow Park so it's a, a bit dull here in the press box at the minute but that ball is out over the sideline on the Cusick stand side of the field and it's going to be a line ball to Clon Duff right in the centre of the two 65 metre lines and it is going to be one of the Clon Duff players going over there to take it looks like it's vanilla Carr going over there
2: yeah it is and you can actually see straight away that Fanula Carr is actually sitting back there now she's kind of acting as a spare player and she's let, she's allowing Neve to kind of roam up the field so it looks like the two girls oh. certainly aren't
1: going to be marking each other today It wasn't a great line ball Michelle Teane just misses out on it that's a good diagonal ball into the space down into the corner forward Hannah Larkin tries to pull on it misses it she's down on the ground Clonduff going in trying to get the ball on trying to get a first score of the game that's the full forward that is Orla McCusker that's down there she has the ball on the hurl good play though by. The James Stevens players pushing her out towards the sideline she gets a good ball in towards the midfielder not a great pass though by uh, Isabella O'Hare over across Michelle Teen. intercepts that here comes Molly Burke takes the ball into the tackle goes forward Emma Gaffney with the ball drives it long down the field missed by the Clondo player over there over as far as Nee Butler neve doesn't get the ball into her hand first time Fanula Carr comes in mops that one up puts the ball down into the space it's a great ball in towards Orla McCusker who has made her way over to try and get that ball and she's away from from Molly Burke here's a chance for Clonduff straight away oh Oh. hits off the post Emma Gaffney is the first to react to it she misses it referee though says there's a push in the back and Emma Gaffney gets away with it and she has the free is she going to take it quickly out of her hands yes she is she's allowed to do that under the new rules tries to get a ball up towards Molly Smith but it's not a great ball up to the corner forward and it is out over the sideline and again it's going to be another line ball two of the Clonduff players over there things haven't settled down here yet Nerves with both teams as you could see but that was a great opportunity for Clon Duff Yeah, it certainly was and it looked like when I win um, I think it's actually Caroline
2: is it Caroline or Kayla Byrne that's actually in there. I think when she got the ball and she got the run and she certainly took um took on the James Stevens defence there and you could see that, you know, they had a momentary lapse where they allowed her to
1: allowed her to get through and run at them and, you know, very lucky that it wasn't the opening score of the game. Well, here's a chance. It's mopped up there by Eva Quantwell, She read that very, very well. She's pushing forward, taking a look around, putting a ball into space. Doesn't work out. Ball along the ground. Kira Delaney is after coming back into the half-back line. Gets away with a little nudge there. She's going forward. Needs to be careful with the steps. Ball is out over the line and it's going to be a line ball to Klondorf and Klondorf putting a lot of pressure on the James Stevens players early on in this game and it's going to be a line ball directly down here in front of us in the Hogan stand side of the field and it's going to be Claire McGilligan who is going to take this line ball right in front of the James Stevens mentors. She takes it quickly and puts it back in here towards uh, Vanula Carr, I think it is, or it is Vanula Carr wearing the blue helmet. That's a great ball. Into space over the top. Emma Gaffney has to be careful. Anna Larkin goes in. They need to get the ball away out of it, but Clon are playing well. Recycled the ball back very well out here. Ball doesn't go to the hand. Emma Mano comes in, puts a tackle in, loses out to possession there to the Clon Full forwards. That's Oral McCusker Gets it back here to Isabel O'Hare. O'Hare having a look around. Ball is recycled back. That's a good ball across for just missed by Orla Cribben there in the centre forward position that's a foul though by Michelle Team. it's a silly one to give away it's on the 45 metre line and it's going to be a free in to Clon Duff into the daffin end of the field here in Crow Park and a first chance of a score to Clonduff. Yeah it certainly is and I suppose James
2: Stevens very lucky there in that instance there was two players that were heading for that ball it was a great distribution of the ball there by Fionnuala Car, uh, uh, she was literally just dropping that ball right in on top of them only for M.M. Nogue literally got in there she had to just you know basically put her hurl over the ball to stop out player from even caking it and you know good defensive work there but another let off for James Stevens.
1: it certainly is well just looking up at the big screen here I think that is the number 13 which is uh, Paula O'Hagan if I'm right on you yeah and she's going taking it is this going to be the first score of the game umpires taking yeah. a look they're going for the flag and we have the first score of the game after just five minutes of play and it is Clonduff who leads by one point to no score
2: yeah, very well taken. Free there by Apollo Hagan there, and you know it's going to settle them down nicely. I suppose you have to look at the Duff have definitely been have attacked more in the, in the first five minutes of this game, and perhaps you know James Stevens are still a bit on edge here and a bit nervous at the moment. Well,
1: it is going to be a poke out here by Lucy McGrath. It's a good, it's a long poke out. It's down there towards Emily Smith. Emily loses out though. Clonduff playing well. They're coming along here now with a a tackle. It is Fanola Carr with the ball in hand, sending it up. Aoife Cantwell though is there on her own. There's a player coming here behind her, needs to have a look around though and see what's happening. And a coming in, she's very close to the sideline. She's out over the sideline, and it is going to be a line ball. to Clon off over at the far side of the field, and a bit laxity over there by Eva. Well, she might have thought she had time, but she had no time at all. Yeah, and it's when you
2: kind of look at it there, she's she's kind of this spare player that's in, that's um, all on her own there at the moment. And you know, I suppose in a situation like that, she needs to be really exact and to the point when she's going for that ball and be a more confident
1: over it if she is going to be on her own. And there goes Paula O'Hagan. Good tackle back there by uh the number nineteen. That's Molly Burke. Molly though loses out. Tenacious play there by the Clon Duff players. They're really up for it. There's a great pass in as far as the full or the number twelve it is. That's Beth Fitzpatrick. Great block though by Eva Cantwell. She's on her own 20, 13 thirteen metre line. She's been put under pressure. James Stevens players just need to settle down a little bit. In comes Emma Minogue, loses out on the pass. Clonduff are fighting hard, pulled on by Molly Bourke, doesn't get out of the tackle first time. Here goes Eva Cantwell pulled it on the ground by Emma Minogue, down along towards Neve Dealey it's out of Neve Dealey but it's actually a push in the back says the match referee Colin McAllister and it's going to be a free to James Stevens inside their own 45 metre line today's broadcast brought to you with thanks to Cassandra Pharmacy Group continuing to provide Covid vaccines and flu vaccines to adults and children pharmacies in Ballyhale, Thomastown Greg Borris, Boris and Lachlan Bridge Here's Hannah Scott inside her own 45-metre line, taking a look around. She was here during last year's All-Ireland Intermediate final up towards Neve Dealey. Dealey loses out. Good tackle put in there by the wing-back. That is Claire Carney over there, and it's going to be uh, a line ball. It was actually Claire McGilligan, the midfielder who got the last touch in. And as the fella says, let there be light. There is light coming down on top of us, ya? Here comes Neve Dealy, She's going to take this line ball. She's outside the Clonduff 45 metre line. Misses it first time. She can hit it a second time. Blocks the ball a little bit. Here comes Emma Minogue. Emma's first touch. Not great, as a Clonduff player all over her back. Emma gets it out the back door, though, to Kira Delaney. Kira puts it into the space, in towards Rachel Laughy. It's off the helmet of the number four back there. That is Naomi Murray. It's tidied up. And Clonduff are on the attack again, sending the ball out over the sideline. and Andy Larkin, the have a pain in his hand over there because that's about the sixth line ball that's gone out over the line on the Cusick's extend side of the field and it's going to be James Stevens. and we have eight minutes gone in the game here and there's still only one point to no score that point to Clonduff scored by Paula O'Hagan from that free. here comes Clonduff Duff again trying to recycle the ball quickly there's players supporting the wing back back there that was Katie Morgan that ball sent up along the wing here but Hannah Scott read that very well is it going to stay in play there's a race ensuing for it here now Scott gets to the ball first it's good to play again by the Clon Duff players forcing the James Stevens players into the mistake on you and that was Paula O'Hagan putting in that tackle and again Clon Duff are first t- to most balls here and they're putting James Stevens under severe
2: pressure yeah and you have to say their tackles are really really good and you know I suppose for a ball that should be kind of saying that she had no right to nearly get to she, tur- she turned it over there as we see line ball is taken there and Emma Minogue probably you know you have to kind of getting on the ball once or twice there good distribution there to Neve Dealy oh that's there's a high tackle yeah there
1: is the referee is playing an advantage it's a good advantage at the minute here's Michelle uh, Tian. she has a overlap coming gets the ball out to Emily Smith it wasn't a great pass the advantage is now over Neve Dealy tries to get that ball up there's now a scrum and suing forwards over there the referee is taking a look around comes out the back door Emma Minogue tries to tidy that one up only gets a little flick on it pulled on first time along the ground there by Isabel O'Hare here comes Clonduff again trying to get the ball into the forwards and that ball is high it's a great it's catch back catch. there there's an advantage coming for holding the hurl it is a point going in there point. by Sarah Louise Graffin. It's a great score by the corner forward. She caught the ball out of the air. Referee was playing an advantage. We have nine and a half minutes gone, and it's two points to no score to the Northerners. That was a you have
2: to say that was an excellent score there by Sarah Louise Graffin You know, great catch from her. She had to shrug off the defence there, I suppose. Listen, it should have technically been a free in, but she kept her she kept calm, composed, and
1: you know, an excellent score there for Clonduff. And Carl McAllister is now actually going back and he is having words with the player that had the high tackle for James Stevens. he did play the advantage and fairness to the Cork official Clear the yellow card. Uh, can't see it's the, for the number five um, so it's Claire Carney who's on that yellow card so she needs to be careful but good officiating there by the Cork man left the play flow nothing came out of it for James Stevens, but went back and gave the yellow card puck out by Lucy McGrath pulled along the ground by Emma Minogue not in the game as much as we've seen her in previous games but that's a, a bad pass back there as Niamh gets a little flick on now here's a chance Kieran Delaney with the ball in the hand puts the ball down to space towards Sophie O'Dewire not a great touch there by Sophie and it's mopped up by the number two that's Aaron Rafferty and Aaron gets a lovely pass out of defence ah good play there by Clon Duff Hannah Scott comes in with a great tackle puts the pressure on On this time, that's better by the wing back, and it's going to be a line ball to James Stevens. It was Isabella O'Hare who had the chance, but again, Hannah Scott doing very well for James Stevens, getting the little touch on it off the stick of the Clonduff player, and it is a line ball to James Stevens on the Hogan stand side of the field. John Scott going up and down the sideline. Is he telling someone to warm up on you? You may be able to keep an eye on that there for us at the minute. Hannah Scott with a good line ball down along the sideline, but it's mopped up back there. Uh, The advantage coming here for uh, Claire Carney for Clonduff referee is taking a look there's no advantage coming there it's straight out over the sideline and he's going to pull the ball back for a free to Clonduff inside their own 45 metre line and again Anya, it's a needless foul back there by yeah. one of the James Stevens player letting Clon Duff set up the play here and with 11 and a half minutes gone James Stevens hasn't even got near the goal away to our left hand side on the hill 16 end No they certainly haven't and you know
2: what you have to kind of look at it there for Newell Carlos after getting on an awful lot of possession here in the first 11 minutes of the game and we knew that was potentially what that was going to happen when you have a player of her caliber there, but I suppose you know, James Stevens really need to kind of stop her from being able to distribute those balls. The scores that have Clandoff have got have come from her clearing the ball, and even that free there, she's after winning that free herself, showing all her experience
1: in the world. And um, you know, so that's something that James Stevens are going to certainly have to look at. Well, there's the clear with the free up, it's intercepted and read back there by Michelle Teen. It's a terrible ball out, great catch there by Emma Minogue, straight out of the sky, putting the ball into the space. Now, can Rachel get a, a chance on It's actually Neve Butler, Neve going Forward with it. She's been supported back there by uh, Rachel Lahey now. Sophia Dwyer is there as well. Ball is down on the Clon Duff just outside the edge of the large parallelogram it's kicked forward there by the number seven that's Katie Morgan and Morgan putting the ball out she clears it out of defence it's going to be a line ball to James Stevens, but a real chance there for Neve Butler just couldn't get the ball into her hand at the first touch if she did she was a bearing down on goal but good work by the Clondop backs yeah certainly
2: was you could see the very minute the ball kind of dropped in front of their goalie there that they all kind of converged in together ran in and defended defended in a unit there you know Neve just unfortunately the, the, the ball just didn't bounce her way there but she would have been certainly um, you know going down on the goal there as neve Dealey looking
1: to uh, take this sideline ball here she is right down here in front of us on the Hogan stand side of the field she is halfway between the 45 and 20 metre lines it's not a great line ball. It's put across and it's going to be cut out back there by the Klondorf players. There it is towards Fionnuala Carr, but it's intercepted back there by Emma Minogue. There goes Michelle Team. Great block down in the 45 on the half-back line by the Klondorf players. And now they're away again with Isabella O'Hare going forward with the ball in hand taking a look around putting a little grubber pass along it's not a great pass lovely stick work by Eva Cantwell misses out on the ball though going forward she needs to be careful she's being surrounded she needs to get rid of the pass she does so it's a dangerous pass into mm. Michelle team referee says there was a foul there on Michelle team both players was going for it, but the Clon players has been alleged to have made that foul and it will be a free to James Stevens on the halfway line and Michelle Tien is down injured and that's not a good sign to see that no certainly not
2: and you know the very way she hit the ground there she took off the helmet as well so she must be in severe pain you could see it was a hard clash to take there between herself and the Clon player very hard to actually see the numbers on the Clon Duff jersey there at yeah. the moment um, and you know, the, the pace of the game is so fast as well that by the time you nearly haven't looked up you, the, the ball has gone somewhere else but other than that you know you have to say in the opening about 15 minutes here Clon have certainly settled into this game a lot better than James Stevens had they've had one opportunity and threat on the goal James Stevens. but Clan Duff just came in there and they're absolutely after um, you know driving in there and they, they they defended they defended as a whole there and, you know things are just not hopping
1: right for James Stevens at the moment not at the minute but Michelle Teehan is up on her feet so that's a good sign to see and as they come along it's Sophie O'Dwyer who's going to have her first shot at goal she is exactly on the halfway line here in Crow Park, as we see Paula O'Hagan getting a few instructions from her management team down here on the sideline, Sophia Dwyer lining up a shot on the goal, on the goal that she scored that famous goal at Hill 16 end back in August in the All Ireland Senior Camogie Final to give Kilkenny the victory over Cork that day. Can she start James Stevens' score? There's no wind here. It's looking good from here on. Yeah, it's going yeah. to drop in, and it's a great score yeah. for Sophie O'Dower. That might settle the James Stevens nerves. It may have taken fifteen minutes. It was worth the wait. It's two points to one. Yeah, certainly
2: a score that James Stevens needed. And you know what? An excellent free there taken by Sophie. I was a bit concerned. I didn't know if she would have the distance on it, but she certainly did. And you know that that's something that you know definitely, definitely
1: needed for the village girls. Puck out here by Katie McGilligan sends it long. It's intercepted by Kira Delaney, who's it's playing out take. from goal. She has a chance. Oh, she had the chance to put the ball over the bar, she loses out on it, Neve Dealy tries to get it there goes Sophie, doesn't get the first touch up kicks it ahead, maybe the sand on the field is having more of a, a bear on this game that we thought, hand pass by Michelle T and here goes Neve Dealy, stops in the play turns onto her left hand side, puts it in goalkeeper puts up the hand, does very well and clears it off, that's Katie McGilligan out towards the sideline, Emily Smith got a small little touch onto it but here goes Clon Duff, it's with the number 15, that's Sarah Louise Braffin. I think it's back there on you if I'm not mistaken or is it the number 12? No, it's actually Beth Fitzpatrick is back there. She's close to the sideline. Angie Larkin keeping a close eye on proceedings. Batted forward by James Stevens. Here goes Clon Duff again. That's number seven. That's Casey Morgan is over there. Here goes Clon Duff again. Going forward, it's hard to see the number. There's a ball going in there on Lucy it's McGrath. Scored. Umpires are taking a look and the umpires are waving the white flag and we can see the replay and it was the number... 15, 15 yeah, so that's a second point of the afternoon for Sarah Louise uh, Griffin and that makes it 3 points to 1 in favour of the Klantoff outfit and we just have 17 minutes gone here yeah and you have to say that
2: was a really well worked score and it started off with Sarah Louise
1: Griffin down in the back line
2: defending she came out, she got that ball gave a quick hand pass then out to with Patrick but continued to do her run and
1: you know uh, got a great point from it in the end James Stevens' first touch doesn't seem to bother. Are they still nervous here in this game?
2: Yeah, it, it really does. It really does look like they're just not after settling into the game. And I suppose when Klondo kind of came out, that's a good crossed, tackle yeah. that time,
1: though. Good work there, Hannah Scott, turning over possession for Ooh. James Stevens. It's off the line. It's the Klondo players are having a look to see what's going on. Aaron Hoggis keeping a close eye on proceedings, he's happy enough, referee is happy enough, it's going to be a line ball to James Stevens, the Klondorf management are getting a bit irate on the sideline themselves, but great work, great tenacity there by Hannah Scott and Emma Minogue, I think it was, back there to put the pressure on the Klondorf players, one of them has gone down, that's Orda Gribben there. Depends now what uh, the linesman is
2: going to say here to the referee,
1: but... Absolutely nothing, because they're both wired up and they're happy, I think, to, for the play to continue. Mm, I think Hannah Larkin could be lucky here you spotted something that I didn't yeah she, yeah, she's lucky well we'll have to keep a, a close eye on it we can see that the, the fourth and fifth officials are down there as well John Scott and Philly Larkin are uh, down in the square having a conflab at one another Orla Gribbon is certainly not happy she's remonstrating with Cahill McAllister He's just telling her to calm down, that he's probably not after seeing anything. Umpires certainly are not making uh, any interaction with the referee. She's certainly not happy down there, uh, Anya. No. Do you know what? I wouldn't be happy if
2: I were her either, to be honest with you. She's coming, she's coming off the field now as well. And There's a sub
1: coming. Is there? Is that a blood injury, I wonder? We will uh, have to wait and see whether that's going to be a temporary substitution or not. Um, there's the number 14. Is there? That's uh Orla McCusker, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. So Orla McCusker did not start on. yet. I mean, we weren't told of a change. We were,
2: yeah. Caliber and started. Oh, was there? 16? Sorry, yeah. I missed
1: that one. Um, but it is going to be a line ball it is Hannah Scott taking it it's a good line ball but only straight down the throat to Fionnuala Carr as Rachel Lahey tries to put a bad challenge there by Neve Dealy it's a poor challenge it goes in there it's a lazy tackle referee was playing an advantage advantage is over didn't see where there was much of an advantage there but Emma Gaffney coming out with it needs to be careful good play by Gaffney gets the ball out here to Anna Doheny she scoops it across here to Michelle Tien wasn't the best pass forward Tien does well while she trips gets it along the ground referee has called proceedings to a halt for something. It looks like he's giving a free, is he, to Clon Duff. Yeah, he is. And I don't know why. Maybe did someone handle the ball on the ground or something?
2: I don't know. I didn't see it now, but it looks like... Yeah, it, it does look like um, Orla Gribbon came off as blood sub.
1: Yeah, and she's still giving out about that tackle. She's pointing to her helmet, so... Uh, Hannah, if... I'm not saying anything did happen, but uh, Ora Gribben is certainly not happy with it. But Clonduff has a free over the far side of the field for what we presume was touching the ball along the ground. That ball is put it's in dangerously. It's going to be a 45, is yeah. it? It is, yeah. yeah. It was touched out there, I think, by Emma Gaffney to get the last touch on it. And it is going to be a 45 to the Clonduff women. And we'll see who goes out to take it. I would imagine it's going to be Paula O'Hagan again. She already has one free to her name that I have her down for anyway. Twenty minutes gone. Three points, Klondov. One point to James Stevens. That point coming from a free from Sophie O'Dwyer in the fifteenth minute of this game. Klondov can extend their lead out here even further. It is Paula O'Hagan going to take it. She's almost directly in front of the goal, not too far away from it at all. It's so eerie here in Crow Park during nighttime games. It's, there's very few. That we can make out in the stands below us. That ball is sent in by Paula with ease. It's in, it's over the bar, it's four points to one, and it's Clonduff is ahead. And Anya, they're certainly worth their lead in the minutes. Yeah, they certainly are. Everything is going right for
2: them. You know, they're getting the look of the green, or the rub of the green, as they say, you know, in, in the first 20 minutes here. And, you know, even the tackles that you're taking on, they're confident in the way they're getting the ball, they're taking them on. But J- James Stevens just seem really, really on edge at
1: the moment. They do. And there's no breeze here at the minute, no. so it's not going to be a factor. That's a poor clearance out of defence back there. Oh yeah, Hannah Larkin. It's good pressure being put on the Clon Duff players out there. Emma No tries to come in. Pulls on it first time. Gets it away a second time. Good clash in it. She's running for the ball. Pulls on it. That's good work there by the young player. But again, it's Clon Duff who gets the ball first. That is Orla McCusker who makes that tackle. Comes in. Aoife Cantwell goes in with the tackle. Clon Duff are recycling the ball. It comes back here as far as... Claire McGilligan, clear putting the ball in, but it's read by Hannah Scott. Hannah with a quick ball forward into Rachel Lahy, who has come out from the full forward position. Gets a hand pass here now towards Michelle Teane, but Michelle Teane misses the ball. And again, Clonduff gain possession. They turn over possession. It's sent down the field, and Hannah Larkin is trying to roll lift that ball. And if she had to jab lifted that bit quicker, she probably would have got the ball away. But now James Stevens are under pressure, and here goes Clonduff going forward. Referee is playing an advantage. That ball is sent in. That ball is put in, score. and it's put over the bar. And it's the number 16. That is Katie Byrne, who has got that score. Referee was playing an advantage. And Clan Duff are four points ahead. It's five points to one. And we have 22 minutes gone on the clock.
2: Yeah, and another really, really well-worked score there for Clan Duff. And you can just see it. They have this tactic when they get that ball. They're literally running right through the centre of the James Stevens defence there. And, you know, it's working every time for them. And they have serious pace on them as well. And the James Stevens girls just can't seem to get into them. I really, really think that, you know, the occasion has got to James Stevens within the first couple of minutes but they just need to stick at it now for the next couple of minutes until halftime try and notch up another score themselves and then they can just have
1: to refocus then at halftime they're fumbling the ball but yeah. here comes Sophia De that's a better pass in towards Emma Minogue but again the first touch eludes Minogue she tries to go forward four Clonduff players around her that ball is down on the sideline ball is out off one of the James Stevens players and Aaron Hawk who's the linesman down there says it's going to be a Clonduff line ball today's broadcast brought to you with thanks to Kasan's Pharmacy Group containing Continuing to provide COVID vaccines and flu vaccines to adults and children. They have pharmacies in Ballyhale, Thomastown, Greg Namana, Boris, and Loughlin Bridge. Not a great line ball. Keira Delaney tries to get in, tries to win the ball back for James Stevens, but again, Clonduff come away with the breaking ball. They're after winning most of the dirty balls this time. That ball is out off the stick of Emma Minogue. It's going to be another line ball to Clonduff and Anya. We've had several line balls in this match already. It's been scrappy. It hasn't been a classic. Clonduff are not going to mind. They're four points ahead. No. and they have another line ball here in front of us yeah they certainly have and I suppose like, you know this game nearly has had more line balls than anything in it now at this stage
2: because you know everything just seems to be going out and you know it, it's very hard it's very hard for a
1: team to kind of you know get into their groove and it's very much stop start as well yep yeah, it certainly is there goes Emma Gaffney again she's been put under pressure sending the ball down here towards Keira Delaney good work by yeah, Delaney She's done very well there she's been held and it is a free but if you have Keira Delaney playing back there in her own half back line you look down the field and the only one inside the the full forward line at the minute is Nee Butler down on the 13 metre line the rest of James Stevens are all out almost outside the 45 metre line
2: yeah they certainly are but I think and you have to look at it we've seen uh, Gear Delaney do it the last day against Geyer, She had she drifted out and she defended really really well it was her distribution of the ball now she is defending well but she's just not able to get
1: that distribution out because Clon are putting them under so much pressure they are and clandove have that ball gone away again Hannah Scott putting in a tackle there needs to be careful not to give away a free referee is at close proximity here goes Sarah Louise Griffin puts it in that ball is going to bounce Lucy McGran needs to be careful deals with it very well and puts it out the far side of the field over towards Michelle Thien Thien plays the hurl you're allowed to do that might come as far as Emily Smith Emily Smith loses out Teane goes in with a tough tackle wins the ball back goes forward gets a hand pass here goes the young Emily Smith she has a bit of pace puts the ball in over the top in towards Nee Butler will it reach her it does here goes Butler she tries to pull on it misses on the ball first time comes back here towards Nee Dealy Dealy now has the ball in hand over her left hand shoulder puts it in goalkeeper it's off our line it down here's a chance for Sophie Underwire. puts it in it's oh, nearly a replica of the All-Ireland a replica All-Ireland goal. of the All-Ireland final goal the goalkeeper batted it out Katie McGilligan didn't deal with it Sophie Odewire was there and like she did back in August puts it in and James Stevens against the run of play on are back in the game here
2: yeah they certainly are very very lucky you could see there that um, Katie McGilligan she was a little maybe a kind of you know off balance there with that ball just like Amy Lee was in the All-Ireland final I- against Cork there and, you know still feel for Same to combination response? Exactly yeah to the last time different. as well
1: yep good goal by James Stevens. that might spur him on a small little bit Michelle Teane fighting away for Clon Duff. can they respond five points to Clon Duff. one won to James Stevens. there's only a point in it we've 26 minutes gone here in the first half of this All-Ireland final here goes Orla Gribbon she's going forward three times referee right on hand again crowd not happy but Cahal McAllister in fairness to him was right up beside play and he blew the whistle and he is indicated to the crowds that there was three catches and it's going to be a free out to James Stevens. But James Stevens are right back in this game where it looked like they may not get a score at all. One chance, that's all you need in a game. Five points clowned off, one-one. James Stevens.
2: Yeah, you know, and they and they certainly needed they needed that score. They you know they mightn't be hurling the best at the moment, but at least they're still only within a point with three minutes left to halftime. That's a nice
1: little flick there, boy. Michelle T. And there's a tough tackle by Fanola Carr gone in there. Here goes Emma Minogue. She's going forward with it. Sophie O'Dwyer tries to put a in doesn't work out. Clonduff come away with it here. Sarah Louise Griffin going forward, she's back in her own half back line. That's a good pass in towards the number uh, 12 back here. That's Beth Fitzpatrick, is it? That's good tackled though by Emma Gaffney. Gaffney does well, she loses out a little bit. She needs to be careful not to give away any silly freeze. Conduff player blatantly lying on that ball. Cohen McAllister is keeping a close eye on things. That is. Hannah, Scott or Hannah Larkin is back there trying to get that ball. In comes Emma Minogue. Minogue trying to come away with the ball like she usually does. She's down on her hands and knees. Minogue wins the ball. She's gone forward. She's out over the sideline, but the referee says there's a free. And Emma Minogue, the tenacious player that she is, has won the free for James Stevens. Linesman bringing her back a little bit. And I don't think she'll be allowed to take this quickly anymore. And she's not. She has to put the ball down. Good work, though, by the wing-back, as she gets ready to take this free fumbles it a little bit gets a good pass up here towards Dealey Dealey doesn't get the ball into her chest fourth time bounces on the ground here in Crow Park she's trying to win it back so too is Neve Dealey Sarah Louise Griffin is in there referee has halted proceedings and he says that's not going to come out and he's going to throw the ball in between two players and have to commend Carl McAllister here he's letting this game flow and he's going for doing very well as he did the last day in UL below in Limerick as well that ball is in breaks free out here towards Claire McGilligan McGilligan good touch there though by uh, Emma Minogue she wins the ball back for James Stevens. Michelle teen comes in she's hit late after the ball is gone good pass Sophia Doyle gets it up here towards Niamh Dealy James Stevens are now going forward Dealy with the pass that's surely a foul that's it good. is indeed yeah. Dealy was pulled down but there was a late hit back here on Michelle teen after the ball was gone and we will have to wait and see whether the match officials have picked up on that one but Neve Dealy was fouled as she was going through James Stevens will have a free between the 45 and the 20 metre line Aaron Hogg is keeping a close eye on proximities that was here but surely one of the officials has picked up something as I can see Ray Kelly is out and he seems to be communicating with the referee can we tell that they're communicating about the late hit she took a severe hit but she got to pass away to get Neve Geely on the run on you but hopefully She's okay because that's the second or third big yeah, hit now. Michelle Sheehan yeah. is
2: after taking. Yeah, she's after taking a couple of a couple of thumps there. All right, but she's back up on her feet and, you know, Clandoff will be kind of a bit concerned there if Noel Carr is after is after getting a knock there. to That last tackle she put in on Eve Deely. It team that she twisted the shoulder
1: whatever way she fell when she was trying yeah. to, to wrestle there with Neve Deely. But it is going to be a free. The referee has halted proceedings here again. We have twenty nine minutes gone on the clock, and I suppose a bit like the Raharney match the first day out for James Stevens. they weren't in the game they were giving away stupid frees to Raharney but they weren't leaving him get too much ahead of themselves that goal before half time now again for them is going to set him up and Sophie O'Dwyer now has a chance because uh, Nia Finola-Carr is back up onto her feet and Sophie can level matters up here again for the first time here in Crow Park can she do it? Oh, has she pulled it? No, I think it's over. Yeah, I think she's. Yeah, no, she's okay. I thought she was after pulling it for a minute, but for the first time in the game, the teams are level. It's one-two, James Stevens. It's five points. Two Klentov, and there's going to be two minutes additional time on you.
2: Yeah, another good score there, and it's you know it's it's back to level playing field here now at the moment, and you know that's certainly something that James Stevens needed going into halftime this game. This going into at halftime in this game because it did look like Klentov were kind of you know starting to run away with themselves. There's certainly Klentov.
1: You have to say. It, if they're playing the better Camogie here at the moment, well, they certainly are, but it is a draw game. We have two minutes of additional time. It's Hannah Scott's putting in a good tackle there. She's fighting another right. good tackle right. there by Hannah Scott. Can she get it up into her hand? She does, but she fumbles it. Now there's a bit of afters there between two players. There's no love lost here. This is a right game of Camogie. That ball is put in on Molly Burke. Gets a small little touch on her. She pushes the Clondove player out towards the wing, but here goes the a oh, good oh, great, great tackle, tackle in there by Emma Gaffney, and it is over there. I think that's Bedford's Fitzpatrick. That might be over there referee sees nothing wrong with that tackle Gaffney comes in it's out and Andy Larkin has said that it was touched off one of the Clondock players and he has given the line ball to James Stevens. but while it might be scrappy at times on you it's intriguing because both teams really are giving it their all here in this intermediate club final and it's the first time that a Kilkenny team has been in Crow Park for a club final since Piltown were here on the first departure in 2014 and we'll never forget it because it was snow on that day yeah. not as cold Um uh, this evening as it was that day but that ball is out over the line but it would be nice if we could get the trophy back to Kilkenny after an eight year gap yeah absolutely it would be
2: brilliant it would be brilliant for Kilkenny Camogu again it would be absolutely amazing for, uh, for James Stevens. Did you have to say the last couple of tackles there Hannah Scott got in two really good tackles there and Emma McGaffney got in oh and there's a great tackle, line
1: ball, ball on ball. you here's oh. danger And Molly Burke done well. She might have got away with a little trip. Here comes Hannah Larkin. She has an advantage coming. There's surely no advantage there. The referee will have to pull it back. He does indeed, as Anna Dohany was too near the sideline over the far side. And Colin McAllister may be having a little word with one of the Clon Duff players back there. He has his notebook out and he says, yes, there's a high tackle there. And it is going to be Paula O'Hagan. I think that is the number 13, am I right? Yeah, it looks like it, is it? yeah number 13 between the white numbers now and the ponytails it's very hard (laughs) to see what the number is on the back of the jersey but it is the corner forward who's going to be getting that yellow card and is it Emma Gaffney is over there going to take that free yep, yeah it was a high tackle no doubt about that it is Emma she's taking it two minutes of additional time the two minutes are up and Cahill McAllister from the county of Cork has blown the half time whistle it is level pegging here in Crow Park 1-2 to James Stevens, 5 points to Clondov, and while the early stages on you might have looked like James Stevens weren't really in this game and things were slipping away from him that goal certainly has made a different complexion on this first half yeah it certainly has and you know I think they'll be happy I think they'll be happy enough going into half time
2: knowing that it is a draw match but I think they'll be very very disappointed with their performance in particular in the first half here you know Sophie but they the didn't wor- score
1: for 15 minutes no
2: and to be honest with you they've only got a goal from play like the, the other two points that they scored Sophie's got the yep. as well but they haven't had the opportunity and I suppose you have to put that down to Cl- Clandoff's work rate you have to say and I don't like saying it but Klandov are working harder at the moment than James Stevens are the James Stevens girls look very very nervous whatever the lads are going to say to them they've half an hour to turn this round. They're very, very lucky to be in the position that they're in at the moment. Yep, I think it could be worse. And, and, I, them, and yeah. I don't mean to be heartless or, or, or like you know harsh with them, but it could be a lot worse in the fact that they could be down, you know, they could be down by three or four points really at this stage. And you know, by all by all means you have to say Clantuff are, are by far the more superior team. And I think Clantuff would be very, very disappointed going into this going in at half time and James Stevens
1: would be counting themselves lucky. Well they certainly will. Sophie O'Dwyer, the only scorer for James Stevens here in Crow Park at the minute worrying signs <coughs> they are for the James Stevens management but they are having a conflap on you as you can see down here yeah. right in front of the Hogan stand they don't seem to be too happy with the way things are going but they are level which is more important on the scoreboard it doesn't matter about the performance at the minute that can be rectified in the second half it is still a glorious evening here in the capital the lights are on the teams are out for their mini games here in Crow Park it's great to see so many kids playing the last time though we've seen Illuminous socks like that was on young uh, <laughs> say it for me Clara uh, former captain Leicester, Leicester Ryan got my mind went blank there for a minute in the exhibition game in O'Loughlin Gales the last time but the pink Illumina socks are on display here in Crow Park with one of the teams from the north in this game we won't mind too much it is half time our thanks to Cassand's Pharmacy Group continuing to provide Covid vaccines and flu vaccines to adults and children they have pharmacies in Ballyhale Thomastown great Nemanah, Boris and Lachlan Bridge we're going to enjoy the second half it's still all to play for but at half time it is the teams going in Level. James Stevens 1-2, Klondorf, 5 points. Back to the studio for the time being and we'll be back for the second half.
0: Oh, thank you very, ma- very much Mar- I thought you were going to say We're going to oh, be blah, back In the second half In two minutes or so Martin thank you very much I'm still here anyway And we are watching And waiting with Bated breath And the breath Looks very very Cold and heavy On the James Stephens And Clonduff players But it's 1-2 To 5 points That's Sophie Dwyer Goal really kind of Helping to stop Any rise from Clonduff.
3: Desperately needed Shane There were 5 points To 1 down at that stage And it just looked like The game was going away From them so A big big score there From Sophie. Obviously she backed that up With a free there On the stroke of half time as well So they're probably lucky enough To be level at the break But nevertheless They have to take advantage of that now And really turn up in the second half Because they're in a very fortunate position That they're not trailing by You know Four or five points minimum So the fact that they are level Go out reassessing at half time Obviously I think um, John. What John Scott's
0: Yeah I was going to say what's John
3: Scott's going to say It's an awkward one In the sense that traditionally I suppose in sports And in GA in particular You kind of You know You'd go loud You'd shout at them Tell him it's not good enough Or whatever but It's
0: also not like Kieran Dowling did With Kilmer yeah, Cook and,
3: and also this is An all-earned final and I think it's very awkward to say you're coming in at the break level you haven't played well and start you know making a screaming match out of it so I think he's got to go in compose himself tell them where they need to work at it I think as Anya said rightfully obviously Clonduff are working slightly harder than them they're also going to have to reassess how they use the ball because you know Sophia de while she is a magnificent Camogie player and she scored 1-2 the fact that none of the other forwards have got on the score sheet or looked like even getting on the score sheet um, is quite concerning so a couple of things are going to have to change but if they do change I think the village the fact that they are level at the moment and haven't played anywhere near their potential will tell you that if they hit prime level uh, they should go on and win
0: this Come on, James Stevens, a Ballyhale Shamrocks coming in from Jim Rohn. Keep those messages coming in. 083 306 9696, dinnersready.ie contact line. And if you want to win a four ball to Goran Park, all you have to do is tell us the name of the GEA club out in Goran. 083 ready dot dinnersready.ie contact line. And need that name, your name, and your address. Lots more still to come here on scoreline, including the second half of the All Ireland Intermediate Camogie Championship final. KCLR Live Sport. The AIB Intermediate Camogie Club All Ireland final, James Stevens versus Clonduff, with thanks to Kasan's pharmacy group continuing to provide COVID vaccines and flu vaccines to adults and children. We'll go back to Martin and Anya at Croker. Hopefully, they're all well warmed and wrapped up, and hopefully, it's going to ignite a flame in the second half of James Stevens versus Clonduff. Martin and Anya.
1: Shane, <laughs> the potato and leek soup that I have in my hand here at the minute is keeping us very, very warm. I hope you're having something nice now down there.
0: No, never. I'm, I'm sitting here listening to you. I suppose that's nice. I've been a village man getting to hear James Stevens in an All Ireland final. But we're dressed uh, like E17 in here.
1: <laughs> well, I can tell you one thing, we're all well wrapped up here. But uh, the mini games are just starting to depart the pitch here in Crow Park. And we are waiting the teams momentarily to get the second half back underway again in this AIB Intermediate All Ireland Club final. Of course, big day tomorrow as well between Ballyhale Shamrocks and Ballygunner in the Senior l- Club f- senior club All-Ireland semi-final. Of course, a repeat of the All-Ireland final that was only here a couple of months ago as well. But, Anya, you you've had time to reflect on that first half during the Cup at half-time. Where can we see things improving for James Stevens? I think work rates might be one of them that Chuck O'Connor and John Scott is drilling it into the girls that are going to have to up it in the second half.
2: Yeah, they certainly are. They're going to have to, you know, go tenfold if they, if they want to get a victory here today. And I suppose, like, you know, the lads are probably looking after the halftime and maybe telling the guys to just calm down, be a little bit more composed in the way that they're passing the ball. Like, even when they're clearing the ball out of the fence, it's very much like, kind of like, hit and hope, get rid of it fast. And I think that comes from the nerves that that is probably dwelling in the James Stevens outfit there. I wouldn't be surprised if there's maybe going to be a substitutor that's used, Um, you know, perhaps maybe at the start of the second half, but certainly, you know, they are going to... I'd say probably throwing a couple of the, the girls there in the second half, and things just aren't clicking right for a couple of the players. But you know, we do need to see big, massive, big, massive performances from the likes of Michelle Team, from the likes of Niamh Dealy We have to see Emma Minogue get a little bit more into the game. I know there's rumours of maybe an injury, and that could possibly be holding her back there. So, you know, it, it's a massive 30 minutes now for James Stevens, and they really need to come out and they really
1: need to throw everything at this kind of team. Well, when you hear that music coming on in Crow Park, you know that the teams are on the way, and James Stevens are the first to emerge from the tunnel here in Crow Park everyone is enjoying themselves, it's a carnival atmosphere here this evening, even the operations manager Bridget Ryan who is a Tipperary woman wearing red cork colours down on the sideline down here in front of us is having a great time dancing away to the music here, everyone enjoying the atmosphere here in Crow Park this evening and we are just waiting on the return of Clondog, but it's all to play for it's in the melting pot, there is still 30 plus minutes to go the um, question on everyone's list though or lips I should say can James Stevens win this All-Ireland title? Well they're starting off by making a substitute
2: um, straight off in the first half and to be like honest Queen with you Mourne, yeah, is Yeah, not surprised at all is coming on and it looks like it is and he butler that has made way just not clicking for need today and I'm sure she'll be really disappointed with that as well but Quigley Moran has the experience we know exactly what she's capable of doing she had an excellent campaign with the village um, throughout the county championships you know she's very unlucky that she was injured the That's last day of was yeah. to talk. so, you know, she's bringing that little bit of experience. And do you know what else she's bringing in? She's bringing in a little bit more physicality yes. into that team, into the James team. And that they, they need it, need. let's yeah. be
1: fair, in the forward line. They certainly need it. Well, that other music means that Sean on the field. The only one we're now waiting on is the match officials. And we can see down underneath the tunnel between the Cusick and the Davin stand, Cahill McAllister and his team of officials are now emerging, and they are coming out. We'll have to wait for the two boys to get down to the Hill 16 end, so hopefully they're well able to run and they can get down there as quickly as possible so we can get the second half underway and enjoy this remaining game here in crow park first half was <laughs> intriguing it was brilliant to watch it was tactical and that goal we will remember the all-ireland final goal but for Sophie O'Dwyer to do it a second time in the same year in crow park good on you can it be a help can it be a winning goal we'll have to wait and see the music is still blaring away here in crow park the teams are lining up they're waiting on the match officials. One fella is bursting his way down. We can see Caroline Horton down there with the substitutes board. So you're dead right, it was Nee Butler that did come off, and it is Cueva Morin who has come onto the field. Now the pen won't work. Anyway, we'll get that working. It's gone a bit cold here in Crow Park. Colin McAllister is now on the field. They're waiting for a poor soul over at the other end of. The Cusick stands side. And he's he's <laughs> taking his time by. <laughs> he's, in, he's in no rush to get down there. Ah, sure. We'll have to wait for him. <laughs> Match official can see the funny side of things. I I always wonder why they don't come out that bit earlier than the team's like. Because they know they only have 10 minutes. So yeah. they should really be coming out after 8 and getting into position. But anyway, the poor fella. He's still making his way. One fella's in situ. I think Carl McAllister might be about to throw the ball in and get things underway. He's off on a little trot. Oh, gone back to a canter. Carl McAllister now putting on his watch. We're back underway here in Crow Park and James Stevens are forced to the ball, but it's lost out. Neve or Michelle Teen tries to come in there so too with him and no, but there goes Clonduff through Claire Gill or McGilligan. It's put forward there by Finola Carr danger already, oh there's a little flick on there but it was read very well by Aoife Cantwell pulled on the ground first time, gets it out of trouble, out along here to Anna Doheny Doheny with a reverse pass back there to Cantwell, Cantwell gets the ball up here to Need Dealey, was there a little nudge in the back? Referee says no, Emily Smith comes in with a small touch, good block down by Dealey there on the cloned player, Hurl has gone in two halves, is there a push on Emma Minogue referee says no, he's leaving him at it good block down by Emma Minogue but not so good at the ball, ends up down at the other end of the field on the hill 16 end, Emma Gaff going in trying to get a tackle in, she had to do so but Clonduff are now on the attack here again ball squirms out the back door here goes the number 13 that is uh, is it the number 12 that's there that's Bet Fitzpatrick actually we have to look at the screen to see if we can see the numbers on the Clonduff jerseys they're so vague in the bright Lights here in Crow Park. There goes Kira Delaney back in her own half back line, gets the ball forward to Rachel Lahey. Rachel after coming out from the full forward line, out into midfield. She's playing as another sweeper. That ball doesn't make its way towards the Clonduff player. Delaney tries to get the hurl in again, tries to get it up into her hand, doesn't work out. Clonduff going forward. James Stevens turnover possession. It's kicked forward there towards Michelle T and T with a little flick on to make space for herself. That's yeah. a push in the bag. Good work there by the James Stevens player, and she really has been in the wars today. Yeah, she certainly has. She's been taking
2: an awful lot of heavy knocks there, but, you know, again, up on her feet there and plows, plows through. You have to say, James Stevens looked like they certainly had a good a good chat with themselves there at half-time, and they seem to be kind of getting in and getting more involved in the tackles. You know, in the first half, you could kind of see maybe that they were nearly shying away from them, but they certainly are getting stuck in
1: now. Well, here's another chance for Sophie Udewire, the only one at the minute, on the James Stevens team to score. They won't mind too much, if that's the case at the end of the game, once they have won this match, but... She's a long way out. Has she got the distance? We're about to find out. She strikes it well. It's going to drop short in around the house. It's pulled on first time. It goes in around the middle of the small square. It's pushed out the side by the Clondof players. Emma Minogue is trying to reach to it. So too does Emily Smith. Smith gets to it first. Might come here to Cueva Mourne. On her left-hand side. First touch for Morn but it's drifted Ooh. out. And Anya. Surprisingly enough, yeah. that first is the first wide of the game after 32 minutes. Yeah,
2: so it's, you know, it just goes to show the calibre of what we're actually looking at here today. you have to say that the standard is extremely high. It's, you know, Kivaa getting on the ball straight away after coming in there, she you know she took the she took the risk, she took the chance. That'll give her a bit of confidence as well, though, knowing that she's after getting the first strike on the ball as will There's a great
1: pull on there by Kieran's Laney as she tries to kick the ball forward. Good clash of the ash here in Crow Park. That's what you like to hear. Emma Minogue getting in with the tackle, but Clonduff are coming away with it, and it's with. Beth Fitzpatrick she's going forward with the ball she's able to solo and go right all the way through to get the space in here towards the number 13 is it umpires are taking a look and I think that is it's not it's actually 15 is it is it Sarah Louise Griffin again it is that is her third point of the afternoon and it's another one there for the corner forward and Clon Duff take the lead after 33 minutes. And you can see that she had to come out and she
2: had all the space in the world, like you kind of have to question there, like where is the James Stevens defence in that, where she was able to come out on her own, nobody around, she had acres of space took her time, popped the ball over the bar. Good
1: puck out there by Lucy McGrath, down there towards Emily Smith, Neve Dealy has it in her hand she needs to be careful, she's like, under pressure yeah, the amount of people, or clonduff players are getting around, Neve Geely is crazy but she got the ball away, come to Rachel Laughy, that ball is out over the line. Andy Larkin, down here in front of us, has the flag up, and it's going to be a line ball to James Stevens. But on you, you could see it down there five Klondove yeah. players converging on Neve Dealy getting around her, swarming her, not fouling her, mm-hmm. making her into making the mistake. But they turn over the ball again. But great work rate by the Klondove players,
2: yeah, absolutely. And you have to say that they're carrying on their work right from the first half into the second half as well. And you're right, they're hunting in packs. You look at it. every time the village oh. tries to get on a ball, there's two, three. Um Klondorf players around them, and you know, and that's why they're nearly on top of this
1: game. They are another mistake there by Neve Dealy. Couldn't get the ball up. Philly Larkin is down there. clapping trying to give his players encouragement and get them to get started here again early in the second half. 34 minutes gone. It still is. Klandov six points. James Stevens 1-2. That's a one-point lead for Clandov in this All-Ireland intermediate club final sponsored of course by AIB (laughs) and here is Fanola Carr down here in front of us getting ready to take this line ball can she get a good strike on it? Yes, she good can. Strike, yeah. Ball is down. It's a great catch. There's a high tackle coming here. An advantage. There goes Sarah. Louise Griffin again on her left-hand side. Puts the ball into space. Referee is keeping a close eye on proceedings. He says that the advantage is over. Eva Cantwell goes in, tries to get the ball back. And here goes Michelle Teane. But she loses out on the ball again. James Stevens with this old habit of going into the tackle and losing the ball when they get into the tackle. Here goes Kaylee Byrne. With a chance, back out here, recycled, out the far side, over towards the number 10, that is Cassie Fitzpatrick. Oh, God, there's a free in there for a tackle. And Cahill McAllister is certainly going to have a word, and he seems to be having a word with Aoife Cantwell. And I think Aoife Cantwell is going to find his way into Cohan McAllister's little black book. It is a free into Clonduff right in the middle of the D. He's giving it for the high tackle mm. earlier on, you. So he's been consistent with the high tackles and yep. booking them, but it is a free for Clonduff. It's a chance for them to extend their lead out by two points early in the f- second half. And Clonduff has started like they did in the first.
2: Yeah, they certainly have. And again, you know, they're literally running through the heart of that James Stevens defence there. You know, you can see by the Clandovers when they kinda of get the run on James Stevens, James Stevens just don't know how to they don't know how to kinda of cope with it. Whereas nearly the opposite way, when you see a James Stevens player trying to burst through the Clandov defence, they just converge on them all, they make them. they make them make the mistake, they get the turnover from it, but it's another opportunity now for Apollo Higgins. to it is.
1: further push Clandov two points ahead. Well, I won't put the mockers on her but I don't think she's going to miss that one right in front of the post and no she doesn't and I make that 3 points for the corner forward as there's a substitution coming on here on you and it's number 4 so Naomi Murray is coming off and Orla McCusker is coming back on, she was on as a blood sub early in the first <coughs> half but that is 7 points now to off with 36 and a half minutes gone and it is 1-2 to James Stevens, and that's a two-point lead for the Northern team as I said they were crowned champions back here in 2018 when they beat here of Waterford with that last minute goal ball is out around the middle of the field Rachel Lachey going in trying to kick the ball ahead of herself to make space trying to get the ball up into her hands doesn't work out Keira Delaney pulls on it only back in as far as the rook that's a free though on Emma Minogue outside the Clondove 65 metre line and Emma Minogue is getting up gingerly. She's uh, limping a little bit so hopefully she's okay but a chance out here now for Sophie O'Dwyer. And really, Anya, if James Stevens are going to progress into this game much further, they need somebody else to start scoring on the scoreboard. And not to be expecting Sophie to try and do it all between the freeze and the whole lot because currently she's the only one that's after scoring after 37 minutes of play. And they only really have one
2: score from play. If we're honest, you know that goal yep. that they scored as well. The far is just they're just not clicking at the moment. Here's that ball. That's looks looking like it's going good. To
1: drop? Yeah, it's in. It is. It's off the goalkeeper's stick, but it is over the bar and it is a third point for Sophie Dwyer. And it's now one three to seven points. There's still only a point in it. We have thirty-seven minutes gone in the clock here. Still plenty of time to play for. But as we said already it's still only Sophie O'Dwyer versus Klondorf at the minute
2: yeah it certainly is and it looks like Fanula Carr is actually taking the puck out there for her goalie and it, <laughs> you can
1: see why that's a great strike it certainly is a great strike and here goes Sarah Louise Griffin again she's forced to react to that Eva Cantwell going in. She can't foul her. Hannah Scott tries to get a tackle she in. It's good, good work score. back there. That's a great score by the corner forward. Sarah Louise Griffin doing all the work herself. I make that four points for herself. Yeah. And it's now back to two points again. Eight points to one three. Yeah, excellent. Excellent score there by Sarah Louise Griffin. You know, she had to make... She
2: had to start off the run, I suppose. The puck coming from her sister there, right down on top of her. She took on the James Stevens
1: Fence, literally run at them there. Sharp puck out. Sharp puck out is right by... Lucy McGrath gets it as far as Hannah Scott, Hannah with a great ball into the forward line, in over the top but there's nobody in there, that's fumbled though back there by the corner forwards Cuiva Moore, or the cornerback I should say Queva Moore and tried to get the stick in, doesn't work out it's a long clearance up as far as Isabel here. there goes the person who got that score a moment ago Sarah Louise Griffin gets a ball across over here towards the midfielder that ball recycled back here to the number 10, that's Cassie Fitzpatrick. It's a great ball into Kayleigh. Who has made herself available out on the wing. Turns onto her right-hand side. Puts it in, but doesn't bend it enough. And that is out for only the second wide of the game. Today's broadcast brought to you with thanks to Cassand's Pharmacy Group. Continuing to provide COVID vaccines and flu vaccines to adults and children. They have pharmacies in Thomas Thomastown, Greg Nemanah, Boris and Lachlan Bridge. Lucy McGraw with the puck out, out here towards Neve Dealy, straight into the breadbasket. She's going forward with it. She has support. Emma Minogue making herself available. She has support outside her as well. That's a better pass in towards Sophie O'Dwyer. Sophie with the ball in the hand. Now there's an overlap coming here. Sophie with the ball in hand. Can she pass it? She's going forward. She needs to pass it. Done too much with it. And really that ball should have been passed. I know she's only after scoring her step, but she needs to bring the other players into the game as well. And that's an opportunity going to beg. And as that ball goes towards the opposite end of the field and Emma. Gaffney is having a right hustle oh. back there with uh, Orla Gribbon. Orla has the ball Emma does well Aoife Cantwell comes in to try and win the ball back, she gets there the centre back does well but she loses out to Sarah Louise that is a foul and again it's a silly free to be given away by Emma Gaffney, and she's going to find herself now in Carl McAllister's book because it was another high tackle, and the Cork official has been pinning them all afternoon, and it's going to be another chance here now for Clonduff Duff to extend the lead out to three points. It's currently eight points to Clonduff Duff and one three to James Stevens. We have 14 and a half minutes gone on the clock. And James Stevens are certainly going to have to do something. But that last passage of play down here in front of us on you. Sophie O'Dwyer done well but she had a player in the space a little hand pass in over the top and I can't think of who the player was that was running in but it was a chance for a score for James Stevens. Took yep. too much out of it down the far side of the field, and now Klondorf has a chance of a point. Certainly was. I think was it actually Rachel
2: Lahi? I think could that have been, was on yeah. her own. You know, she could have got that ball out to her because you can see what you can see what Klondolf are doing. Every time a James Stevens player gets the ball, they're literally surrounding them in packs. So that means there has to be three other players free in, in in order for that to happen. So James Stevens need to become just a little bit cuter. Get the pass off as fast as they can to the person that's in a better position.
1: That's well, another score. It there is. Yep. Never in. Out really nine points now to Clon Duff and I make that one, two, three is that four or five points now for uh, four? four yeah. for uh Paul O'Hagan, and we're just waiting on Lucy to take the puck out. It's long, it's down towards Emily Smith. Little flick on to it, Anna Johanny gets it. Neve Dealy tries to go forward with the ball she's being surrounded turns back onto her right hand side gets a, a good ball. pass into Cuiva Morn. Cuiva tried to catch it but you can see that that hand injury has affected her catching that ball down there on that occasion and now there's a scrum ensuing for it there's a rook there's a maul. whatever you want to call it Clon Duffer coming away with it James Stevens hunting in packs that looks like it's a throw ball referee is right on the spot he's happy enough play continues Clon Duffer doing lovely one-two plays with one another that's a great ball out by Fanula Carr out as far as the uh, number 12 over there is it no it's actually Cassie Fitzpatrick it's the number 10 that's a better ball in around the house but Emma Gaffney gets a little flick onto it tries to get it out the back door Clonduffer fighting in packs they have support on you great little pass over here towards Beth Fitzpatrick Bet tries to get it she gets it out to Clara comes back here it's sent in it's in around the house is there a square ball there but it doesn't matter it's gone out and it's gone to the right of the post and it's gone wide but that's a chance gone to begging they are for Clonduff, Duff and that was danger but Clonduff Duff are really finding their players in space the touch is brilliant it's going to the hand first time and they are doing so much more work rate than James Stevens at the minute and James Stevens look like they
2: could be in trouble yeah they do and you know one thing about Clon Duff is they're not afraid to put up their hand and catch it. catch the ball they and everything is, everything is going very seamlessly for them here at the moment. And there's always a, there's always
1: a player in the space there when, wherever they seem to be going. It certainly does. They're going forward again with it. That's into the space. It's not great, though. Look at the ball. Oh. Hannah Scott took her eye off it. She thought she was going to get it into her hand first time. Doesn't work out. Emma Minogue tries to get it. So too does Aoife Cantwell. She fumbles it. Here goes Sarah Louise Griffin on her left hand side. Puts the ball into space. Emma Gaffney tried to put the hand up there. Molly Burke going back with Lucy McGrath. In needs to be careful bit more communication but Lucy does well gets a pass out to Emily Smith Emily Smith fumbles the ball she has Neve Dealy ahead of her Dealy needs to get up the field a bit more that ball is put forward it's intercepted back there it's Clon Duff is now on the attack again here comes Isabella O'Hare on her left hand side puts the ball into the space Aoife Cantwell gathers that well sends the ball down and sends it further here gets a chance of us for Cuivre Morn. there's Rachel Lachie. she has the ball in hand she's going forward she's taking a couple of players on there's an advantage coming here there's two or three chops Good work by Rachel Lachey, she tried to do an awful lot of work there, she was going forward on goal, James Stevens have a free in, it is another chance for Sophie O'Dwyer to put a score on the board, they need one, they haven't had a score for uh, seven, coming up to seven, eight minutes now at this stage, so it will be a chance, it's being pulled back a lot further than what I thought the foul was going to be. Mm-hmm. But good work there by the full forward. Yeah,
2: excellent work there by Rachel Lang. She's got a good bit of pace on her there yep. as well. And they need to be utilising that. And you can see what happened anytime that James Stevens have ran at them. Klantov have fouled them. So, like, you know, that's something that they can learn from. But again, Anna, Anna Dottney was running off the shoulder to her. She could have got that pop pass out to her
1: as well. Well, here's Sophie down on the Davin end. Sure. It's straight over the black spot. And that is 1-4 for Sophie O'Dwyer in this game. We have 44 And a half minutes gone on the clock and it is currently seven points to nine or one-fourth to James Stevens nine points to Clonduff. only two points in it and we still have a bit of time. Yeah, certainly do. There's plenty of
2: time this game and you have to say like James Stevens, you know, the confidence could drop but they're just keeping and they're plunging away there but they're getting in some really, really good tackles when it matters most. They just need to be replicating this on the scoreboard now.
1: Yeah, that ball is sent up. Is it going to go too far up along the sideline? The answer is yes and it is going to be a line ball. Two Duff down on the Cusick stand side of the field and Hannah Scott is going over there to take it, she's inside her own 45 metre line as we look down in the field here on you. Cueva Moran is the only one along with Jenna Bowden of Clon Duff, the only two players inside the 45 metre line and the quarter of the field down towards the Davin end of the pitch there's a lot of bunching going on in midfield. That's a good line ball. It's down towards Rachel Lahy. She's trying to get there first. Is that another free? Yes, it is. Good work again by yep. the James Stephens full forward. She's doing very well over there. Drawn the freeze. is are falling for us. And here's another chance now for James Stephens and for Sophia Dwyer As they are making a substitution, the Cribben is coming off. And they are bringing on Clara Cowan, the number 30. So it is, Sophie O'Dwyer. She's only about two metres in from the QC stand side of the field. She's outside the 45-metre line as Orla Cribbon is getting a huge round of applause. Can Sophie get this one? Can she narrow the gap down even further just to one point? Will she drop it in around the house? She's going to go for it. It, it is drop. dropping in around the house. It's going to drop down. Here's a chance, Creevamorn trying to pull on it, but again, Clonduff does well. Bulk squirms out here to Need Dealy on our left hand side, puts it. it in, and that is a good score, Need yeah. Dealy. Opportunist ball came to her, puts it in, and that is the first point of the day from somebody else other than Sophie warrior And it's taken forty-six minutes for it to happen. Yeah. But more importantly, Anya, there's only a point in this
2: game. It certainly is, and you know what? This is one thing that James Stevens, they're not going to they're not going to lose the run of themselves now. They'll keep on plucking away there. But certainly. Very much a badly needed score there
1: for James Stevens, and who who else
2: stand up and do it on your team captain Eve Dealing
1: Here comes Clonduff again. Kira Delaney doing a load of work out around the middle of the field. Ball squirms out here though to The Clonduff players. Hannah Scott comes in, tries to pull on, misses out there to Orla McCusker. She's going forward. Good tackle put in back there by Efa Cantwell. Efa going forward needs to be careful. She's been put under pressure. Referee is going to pin her for over carrying too many steps. She's saying her jersey was being pulled. Referee says no and. The when they get a good score down the other end of the field again it's yeah. down to the work rate though from the Clan players yeah yeah absolutely you
2: can see it like you know they they really tried there really hard and I suppose it, the one thing about Clan is you can kind of see the nearly the little bit of cuteness that's in them if there's even like a touch off them they'll fall over you mm-hmm. know like you know they, they're they're a lot more they're a lot more cuter than street smart yeah exactly street smart exactly what they are um, compared to what James Stevens are but again another
1: opportunity now for them to go two points ahead it is well here's Paula O'Hagan she is on the 45 metre line she's sending it in and with ease there was never a doubt over that one either Glendough are now 10 points to 1-5 or 10 points to 8 with 48 minutes gone on the clock. Still plenty of time, only two points in it and that is Paula O'Hagan's fifth point of the afternoon.
2: Yeah, another good score there for Clandoff as the ball is plucked out here but again, straight away it's it's turning out and it's,
1: it's Clandoff who are on the tack again. Yeah, you can see on you that some of the James Stevens players are starting to tire as that ball is put in. Oh. Lucy McGrath puts it up in the air needs to be careful. She gets it back at the second attempt and fumbles out the back door. It's squirmed out towards the sideline and Clandoff have turned over possession again but that small little tackle there by Emma Gaffney might be just enough to get the ball back for James Stevens. Umpire coming out. Ball is very close to the end line. Emma Minogue coming away with a Referee says there's a free. She's taking it quickly. She's putting the ball down into the space but there's nobody down there. Only for Noah Carr. She loses out on it. Here comes Rachel Lachey. Pulls on her right. first time. Gets a ball up to Sophie O'Dwyer. Sophie not with a great stick or comes here to Anna Dohany. Dohany pulls on it so too to the Klondorf players. Here goes Sophie O'Dwyer trying to get the ball up. Is there a free? Referee says no. Three players down on the ground. In goes Keira Delaney. Little flick on. Only comes out the back door here to one of the Clon Duff players, that is the number two that's Aaron Rafferty, she's away, here goes Sarah Louise Griffin, puts the pass into the space it's a good ball too, there's a race ensuing for it, one of the James Stevens players tries to get to it, that was Molly Burke, Molly doesn't get to it, Emma Gaffney's down on her feet, in comes Paula O'Hagan turns around, onto our left hand side, gets a ball back here Emma Minogue puts in a hurl, gets a little flick on it, puts the ball out near the Hogan stand side of the field, Clon Duff though, retain possession, they're recycling it back, good hand pass out here to Isabel O'Hare, she going forward with it she's heading for the edge of the D she's putting the ball in it's on her right hand side it's looking good and it's straight over the bar a first score of the afternoon for the midfielder and Con Duff have grabbed the score by 11 points to 1-5 and there is 50 minutes gone on the clock have to say that was a really well worked score they're well
2: able to recycle that ball and they weren't afraid to like nearly like you know they hit the ball 20 yards away from the goal in order to kind of set up that score attack that, that score there and you know excellently finished by
1: Isabella O'Hare yeah yeah, uh, Neve Dealey is after picking up a knock there from a, a loose stick as that ball is sent in there towards Hannah Larkin. She needs to be careful and Clon Duff are now on the attack again. They're going forward and this is Paul Clara. Oh, that's a good, good block tackle, there. Yeah. Good tackle, ball is out and the ball has gone wide and it's the third wide of the afternoon for Clon Duff. But Neve Dealey certainly did feel the full force of that loose hurl back here. Can't say that it was intentional. The two players was really going for the ball and just happened to catch the backswing there she's certainly in some discomfort though down here in front of us 50 minutes gone on the clock there is 3 points in this game it's 11 points to Klondorf it's 1-5 to James Stevens. and if James Stevens are going to pull this one out of the bag on you they're certainly going to have to work hard for the last 10 minutes plus here in this game they need to up their work rate a little bit but you can see some of the James Stevens players are starting to get really tired out there and the tackles are starting to falter a little bit as well so can the management do anything? Have we the backup
2: on the bench? Yeah, I think so. They definitely have the backup on the bench there. You know, you have experience there and you have a bit of youth. And do you know what? I, I think, you know, something that, you know, I don't think James Stevens are going to match them physically physically wise from the bench. But I think what they do have is they'll have fresh legs. who will have serious amount of pace on them. And that's where I think that James Stevens can really utilise this and turn it around.
1: Niamh Dealey after winning a free here for James Stevens just outside their own 45 metre line Hannah Scott is coming out to take this one there's nobody in around the house in there Hannah Scott has a great belt of a ball that ball is going to drop straight in there around the large parallelogram where the spot is for the penalties to be taken here in Gaelic football she's lining it up she's getting ready She's deciding to go down along the sideline here, and it wasn't a great free after all. Comes here, maybe Emma Minogue might be able to get this ball back for James Stevens. So if your Dwyer gets a little touch in at Emma Minogue fighting, so too is Neve or uh, Rachel Lachey, Mano comes away with the pass. Four Clonadoc players around her. I don't know how she managed to win that free. The referee has said that there was several players surrounding her. He's explaining his decision and it is going to be a free into James Stevens. Maybe, luckily enough, the Clonadoc players are not happy with that, but another chance here for Sophie O'Dwyer out here on the sideline. She's only a metre in from the sideline and it is a difficult position, but we have the best view in the house to see whether this ball goes over the bar or it doesn't they need it 52 minutes on the clock there's three points in it can she get it? well we're about to find out it's going to drop short straight in there Rachel Lackey gets a little flick onto it pulls across Cueva Moore and goes in to try and win the ball back Colin McAllister is down there taking a look about it is there a foul in there on Emily Smith referee says no here's uh, Sophie O'Dwyer not a great pass by Sophie she had a chance to put that ball over the bar didn't take it Michelle Teane tries to get it loses out on the pass and now Clon are coming away with it and where James Stevens should have had a point down at the Davin end of the field Clon are racing forward now going into the hill 16 end off the hole not a great shot it's Frigga here's a chance for Clon it was a bad mistake back there by Molly Burke but she redeems herself gets the ball out the sideline, out of the second attempt though Hannah Larkin is down there trying to get it back up Eva for Cantwell goes in to try and get the ball up as well James Stevens backs at sixes and sevens but out comes Hannah Scott kicks it forward into the hands of Michelle Tien. Tien has support doesn't decide to use it goes long down towards Niamh Dealy Dealy is fighting hard for it referee says no foul management for Clon Duff are looking for the free in comes Rachel Lackey. Clonduff win the ball back. Emma Mano gets a little flick onto it. She gets it into the middle of the field. Here goes Sophie O'Duire. She has the ball in hand. Goes forward. Goes into a brick wall. Bad pass in by Sophie O'Doyer. Sent back out again by Clonduff. Returned with interest. Only down as far as Michelle Tien. But in comes that player back there. That's Pet Fitzpatrick. Referee says no free. He continues on. Ball is out over the sideline. It's going to be a line ball for James Stevens. And the management for Clonduff are going. A-Wall down on the sideline. Ray Kelly is telling them no more. They are not happy with that. Linesman is down there and warning them that if he doesn't be quite, they'll be gone up to the stand. Nobody giving anything. Great to see that bit of passion in a game of camogie. Certainly was, but I, do, I definitely think there, Beth Fitzpatrick, she jumped into that tackle
2: and it, it certainly wasn't foul in my opinion. I think the referee was 100% right. We'll agree
1: with that one. First yeah. time ever on you. <laughs> Here goes Hannah Scott in the middle of the field. It's not a great line ball, it's up along the sideline. It won't go out either, it's not out. It's yeah, in underneath guess. a couple of players. No, it was on the line. Carl McAllister has decided that there's too many legs in there. Someone might pull and he's decided he's going to throw the ball in between two players. 13 metres in from the sideline. He's not really 13 metres in and he certainly hasn't the players back either. But he's going to try and throw it in. Just let him at it, Throw it in, by. Here we go back on, Emma Minogue tries to get a little flick onto it, Hannah Scott does too Niamh Dealey with a little flick back in here towards Rachel Lachey, or yes it is Rachel Rachel gets it here to Emma Minogue, Emma going forward, she has a foul coming, no advantage coming, and there will be another chance here for James Stevens going forward, good work again by the young players on the team, they're trying to drive James Stevens forward, it is a free it is outside the 45 metre line it's Sophia Dwyer coming out to take it and we have 5 minutes plus stoppage time left on the clock, 55 minutes gone here in Crow Park 1-5 to James Stevens. 11 points to Clon Duff they done it in the first half, they got a goal when they need it, they're going to need something here late in this second half, that's going to drop short and it's going to drop out right. wide and that is a bad miss by Sophie Dwyer. standards, it's only James Stevens' second wide of the game, 5 wides in total but more importantly it still gives James, or, uh, Clon Duff a 3 point lead here in this game late on, 3 minutes plus stoppage time to go Casey McGilligan with the puck out. She's taking her time, putting it out around the space. Anna Dohany tries to win it back. She doesn't. Klondorf come away with it over at the far side of the field. Ball is kept in play. It's sent long into the corner forward who was trying to run out to it, but it was well read back there. That's Molly Burke, I think and it's actually Emma Gaffney. Gaffney gets a pass out. It's not a great one to Hannah Scott, but she deals with it. Gets out. That's a terrible pass, but it might work out here. As far as Anna Dohoney, she gets a pass away. There's a foul coming. A pullback on Anna Dohoney, and again, it's going to be another free down two the James Stevens players Emma Minogue is she going to take it quickly she is she's putting it high it's up in the air it's dropping down towards Kira Delaney Delaney with a little nudge on the Clondock player in goes Quiva Mourne Mourne kicks it along the ground she's trying to get the ball up Clondock players look at that on you four Clondock players surrounding the James Stevens players can anyone get the ball Sophia Dwyer has it she needs support Neve Dealy is there she's going forward but she's out near the sideline that's going to be a great ball in it's batting in around the house it's straight in around the goal Sophia Dwyer pulls on it Oh! Just to the right of the post and wide. Everyone held their hands up to their head and that ball just harmlessly drifts out and it drifts wide. That was another great chance there for James Stevens. Well, it certainly was a great,
2: great chance for James Stevens and could have really done a U-turn U-turn on the game with less than what three minutes left in ordinary time there. And, you know, a missed opportunity as we see oh get, it, get it, win it back there.
1: It isn't one of the cloned players down on the ground. That ball is sent in there towards Quiva Moore. Moran tries to get a little flick onto it, but again she's being out paced there by one of the Klondorf backs and that ball is sent with interest, look at that straight ball down along the Hogan Sand side of the field, down here to Kayleigh Byrne she's turns on her right hand side, it's not a great pass into the forwards, mm. Emma Gaffney though misses it and fumbles it, she has it, she's down on her hands and knees, needs to be careful that she doesn't give away a free for overcarrying, she goes forward, scoops it ahead here to Neve Daly, close to the sideline Daly keeps it in, not a great ball down towards Cueva Moran Sophie O'Dwyer tries to get a flick in there doesn't work out, Katie Morgan does, but that's that's a bad pass for Clonduff. Klonduff are now at sixes and sevens, albeit they're ahead by three points. There's 58 and a half minutes gone on the clock here in Crow Park. 11 points to Clonduff. 1 5 to James Stevens. Can they get a bit of inspiration out of somewhere? That ball is sent in there towards Rachel Lahy. In comes Emma Minogue. Emma's going forward. She has no hurl. She didn't drop it. Gets the hurl or pass across here to Neve Deely, who's down on her hands and knees. Sophia O'Dwyer tries to get the ball up into her hand. It doesn't work out. Rachel Lahy is trying to pull the ball forward with her legs, trying to make the space. Spin- to get it up everyone is fumbling for us the match referee is there he says the ball is picked off the ground he was in no better position to see it because he was less than 2 yeah. metres away Clon Duffer arguing and now he's going to bring the ball up 13 more metres right in front of the goal and Anya this is a better chance will Sophie O'Dowyer go for the goal no I think she's better off to go this could be turned around there if she doesn't no I don't think it is. Yourself. is it is it the referee oh yeah. it could be <clears throat> directly in front of the referee that's a bit of petulance there by Sophie Underwire. Now, is she going to lose the free for James Stevens? Well, we'll just have to wait and see because Carl McAllister has called her across over to himself. And we're looking at the big screen here to see what's happening. Has he the no notebook out? He has, by the looks of it. He's certainly having not stern words with her. We're just going to have to wait and see what's going to happen here. He is taking her name. Yellow and it's card. a yellow card... The question is, though, is he going to overturn the free? Hot all. Yes, is the that's answer. A, that's a and that, that is real stupidity for a player of Sophie's calibre. She was right. The ball was after being brought in in front of the goal. And now they've lost she out on that as James Stevens make a substitution. And it is Quiva Morin who's coming off. She's only been brought on in the second half. Uh, is that right? Looks
2: like she's coming off anyway. Okay. Yeah, Cueva Mourne's coming off. Tara
1: Maguire coming in. Yeah, well, it is Tara is going on. Referee has thrown the ball in and we have three, three minutes, minutes of additional time here, so James Stevens are going to have to pull this one out of the bag somehow. That ball is sent out. There's charging in there. Referee right on hand again and he has given the free in to James Stevens a bit further out this time on the edge of the D. And I think Áine... They're going to have to try they're and gonna, go for yeah, the goal this time. I have to drop it.
2: Something certainly is going to have to be done here. You know, if it was, if it was, if it was the free a
1: couple of moments ago, you would have been telling. Would it you line over. it up and dink this one straight in over the top and try and see? Look, there's Kira Delaney making a run out to the right hand side. She's a bit far out from goal. Referee is pulling him back to the edge of the 13 metre line. Sophia O'Dwyer has a bit of an angle to work with here. Is she going to go for it? She goes for it. Puts it in. It's gone over the bar. It's a score. Yeah. So that will help matters out. It's one six, which is nine points to eleven points here. There's still two points in it. We have. Two Two minutes of additional time to go. 61 minutes gone on the clock here in Crow Park in this AIB Intermediate All Ireland Club Final. It's on a knife edge. Two points. off 11. James Stevens won. Sick ball is sent out by Fanulla Carr. Out around the James Stevens players. Hannah Scott tries to win the ball back. Anna Dohany is there. So too is Emma Minogue. There's a ruck forming over at the far side of the field. James Stevens are trying to get that ball back, but Clon Duff, they win it. They go forwards. They'll want to do anything to retain possession and try and get a score. The ball is recycled back, but it's punched out over the sideline by Hannah Scott. And Clon Duff are making another substitution as they are bringing on the number 23, Amy Morgan, instead of Orla McCusker. So Amy is coming on. So 62 minutes gone. Two points can the same to be done to Clonduff like they done to Galtier four years ago? Well, only time will tell. 62 and a half minutes gone. We're still waiting for the substitute. It's going to be a line ball to Clonduff. Over at the far side of the field. Is the trophy going north again. Line ball is taken. It's a good one up as far as. The player just after coming onto the field, Emma Gaffney racing over there, trying to get the ball back for James Stevens. she has it, she's close to the sideline, it's a way we're pass out of defence out and goes, Sarah Louise Griffin she recycles the ball back out here to Clara O'Hagan, that ball is sent in, and that ball is going straight over the bar, Paula O'Hagan I should say, is after putting that one over and that is her fifth point of the afternoon, and that is now 12 points to 1-6, or 12 points to 9, James Stevens needs a goal because I think we have extra time in this That ball is sent in there. Molly Burke slips on the turf. It's sent out of defence only as far as Aoife Cantwell. She loses out on it. She gets it back at the second attempt. James Stevens need to go forward. They're back in their own half of the field. Ball is sent down low along the sideline. Can it be kept in? The answer is no. And it's out over the sideline here on the Hogan stand side of the field. And it's going to be a line ball to the Ulster champions and the former All-Ireland champions of 2018. 33 and a half minutes gone on the clock. It is Finola Carr who is taking it. In we come. She's taking her time. Referee looking at his watch. Referee has blown the whistle. It's all over here in Crow Park, and it is victory for Clonduff in the All Ireland final. They have beaten James Stephens of Kilkenny 1 6 to 12 points. Anya, disappointing day for James Stephens, but so up the match for us. Yeah,
2: you know, obviously visually disappointed for the village girls at the end there. You have to say from the get-go, Klintov were the they were the better team, to be fair. Like, you know, they came out of the blocks at the very start, they got off to a really, really good start. Physically wise, I don't think James Stevens were able to kind of keep into them and I think James Stevens would probably be disappointed with their first half performance. You know, they really kind of even though they brought it back to a draw match at halftime, I think, you know, the confidence that Clandoff probably had instilled in themselves certainly pushed them forward. In the second half, you have to say it was a completely different James Stevens team that we did see you good see that they work they, they came out. You know, the nerves were nearly gone. I would say in the second half, they took—they were putting in heavier tackles. You know what? At the end of the day, yeah, obviously they're visually disappointed that they—that they've lost. But you know, credit where credit's due, they're an excellent team. Dave to be competing in a club All-Ireland series at an All-Ireland final for only your what, your, your your second year up at intermediate level in Kilkenny I just think it's it's absolutely crazy and I think they can be very very proud of themselves like they really should be proud of themselves it's obviously disappointing but you have to say
1: Clondop by far were the better team to A today. bit of experience for Clondop really told they were yeah. well able to use the space here in Crow Park James Stephens are a young team but when you look at it and especially in the full forward line when you have only two players in there in 60 plus minutes of Camogie and you have two scorers in the full forward line you're not really going to win much in this I mean when you look at the far side of the field okay Clonduff are probably in the same boat, but the caliber of the two players that was the forward that was scoring was doing the damage for Clondov yes. and that was the difference at the end of the day and certainly deserved their victory on the balance of play. Yeah, they certainly did. Like I think when you look at it there's only one one
2: scored for James Stevens from play today and you know I suppose if you're only scoring one one from play you can't, you're not going to win an All-Ireland final, as simple as that. Like, you look at down there, Sarah Louise Graffin, she had four uh, She had four points from play. Kayleigh Byrne had a point from play. Paul O'Hagan had a point from play. Isabella O'Hare had a point from play. You know, it was distributed around a lot more. Um, but, you know, it's just, it's just, I think, I think Clon Duff, when you look at it, their experience told it, experience told there today. And I just think throughout the whole field and throughout the 60 minutes per line, it was like that they were hurt for some reason, and that they really, really wanted to win this. As James Stevens would, obviously they wanted to win it, but I just think they looked a lot more hungry and they
1: were definitely up for it a lot more. Well, they certainly were. As you said, James Stevens are a very young team. It was their first year winning the intermediate championship. They'll play in the senior championship in Kilkenny next year. They will go very, very well in this. It. It's just at the final hurdle here today in the All Ireland final. Disappointment for the village girls, but they can be very proud of their achievements to win Leinster in your very first attempt as well yeah. is going to be great for the club they are county champions they are Leinster champions they are all Ireland runners up in a competition that is so steep and so hard in tradition to win especially yeah. at intermediate level they can certainly hold their heads up high.
2: yeah they certainly can I think like you know you know three defeats in, in two years <laughs> Being a junior final, intermediate final, an in All Ireland three final. Three and four years. Three now, and four yeah. years. Like, you know, this team have come a long way and they're going to be a massive, massive addition to the senior ranks in Kilkenny and they're going to go very, very well. Today, it's going to hurt them. It's going to hurt them for the next couple of a couple of days or whatever the case may be. But I think it's going to, to make them stronger and I think it's going to give them that little bit more of a want and a bite you know, for a championship in Kilkenny next year.
1: Well, it certainly is. But on a day that is victory for the Clondough women for the second time in their history, they've done it four years ago here. They've done it again in 2022 and Down will now compete in the Senior Championship next year in 2023 as well, which is good news for Down Camogie. But from us all here in Crow Park, my thanks to Lillian and to Anya as always, to Shane and to Robbie back at base, to our sponsors uh, with thanks to Cassand Pharmacy Group continuing to provide COVID vaccines and flu vaccines to adults and children. They have pharmacies in Ballyhale, Thomastown, Greg Neman Bar and Loughlin Bridge speaking of Ballyhale don't forget to tune in to Brendan and Michael who will be back here tomorrow for Ballyhale and Gunner in the AIB Senior All-Ireland semi-final from half past three but from us all here in Crow Park it is disappointment for James Stevens as they lose out 1-6 to 12 points to All-Ireland champions Clon Duff I'm Martin Quilty and from us all here in Crow Park it's goodbye and back to Shane in the studio
0: thanks very much Martin, Anya and Lillian safe travels back Back to Kilkenny and safe travels to the James Stevens team unfortunate in the end but that is sport that is life only four points scored in the second half Robbie John Scott will not probably be happy and then the point from the free at the end should you possibly go for goal in that situation we've seen it before on many different stages of course Shamrock's TJ Reid doing it against St Thomas like is, is that something that has to be considered
3: look it's easier said in hindsight I suppose exactly. and I think um, sometimes in Hurland we've seen it over the years that the, the kind of score you referenced there TJ Reid they're actually two points behind and it can be very difficult to yeah. to defend a two-point lead um, and it can actually be quite easier to defend a three-point lead or a one-point lead sometimes because you know exactly what you need to do whereas there's that ever so slight level of haziness with a two-point lead in the sense that the opposition are maybe thinking are they going for goal are they going to knock it over the bar and reduce it to a one-point deficit so I can understand why Sophie O'Dowire put it over the bar left it at two points and there was a lot of tension then piled on the Clon players but I I think look the game wasn't won or lost there it'll be a very oversimplistic way of looking at things they just didn't turn up to their full potential and that will be bitterly bitterly disappointing for them it wasn't for a one to try and sometimes you just don't get going it can happen on the biggest day it can happen in the most menial game there is Um, unfortunately for the village today it was the grandest game of them all and it just just didn't click for them and with that there'll be a lot of regret and a lot of disappointed people over the Christmas period but they can reflect on a year that is unlike any other they are are going to senior now yeah Going to senior, where they belong, really a club that size, and you know you think about the players they have: Sophie wire Michelle Thien Emma Gaffney, Emma Minogue, such a young young player as well. And just countless, Only 18, isn't yeah, you? yeah, just count countless other players there coming along as well. Underage system is very good. Intermediate side now, senior side is looking quite strong. So while today will hurt and will hurt in the weeks and even the months to come. I think ultimately they'll look back on a year where a lot was built on and the future of James Stevens Komogi is in a very good place
0: for a young man you have so much wisdom that has been James Stevens versus Clon Duff fall into a deficit of three points we're going to get that game back up online if you want to listen back to it very very soon also a full match report we'll also see online at the moment there is an article done on have Valley Hale Shamrocks ever lost an All-Ireland semi-final now, I know the answer. I've wrote the article. But it's uh, 11 times that they've been at these stages. Have they ever lost one? A lot of people will guess it right, I'm sure. Is the answer yes? Is the answer no? If it is yes, how many and to whom? There's another one tomorrow, though. And we'll be hearing from Richie Reed on Scoreline later on also. And that is the online Scoreline. Also, you have a chance to win a four-ball, courtesy of Gorham Park. We'll be giving away those four-ball... In just a bit because we come up to the end of the show and you still have a chance that means to be able to win a chance at a four ball thanks to Gorham Park all you have to do is tell me who the name of the GEA team that plays their trade out in Gorham 833 or six nine six nine six. the dinner's ready .ie contact line and that four ball thanks to Gorham Park could be going your way membership open out there for all of 2023 and you get four months for free KCLR Live Sport The AIB Intermediate Camogie Club All-Ireland Final James Stephens versus Clon Duff With thanks to Cassans Pharmacy Group Continuing to provide COVID vaccines and flu vaccines to adults and children Pharmacies in Ballyhale, Thomastown, Greignamana, Burris and Lachlan Bridge